Welcome to the Live Lucky Podcast, where we discuss the lucky strategies that bridge the gap between who you are and who you want to be. I'm your host, Blake Suzellis. Get ready to face the worst of yourself, shift your perspectives, deepen your love, and broaden your wisdom to live and lead others in a lucky life. Welcome back, everyone, to the Live Lucky Podcast here. Uh, Today, we are going to be diving into part two of the top five relationship savers. Um, If you didn't get a chance to listen to the first one, you definitely want to check it out. Um, So today, the relationship saver tip here is if you aren't contributing to it, then don't expect it. So what does that mean exactly? So if you are expecting, and I'm going to take this out of a, in in a different way to, to kind of give you a parallel, but for example, knowing that I've been diagnosed with cancer, am I going to just hope that it goes away or am I going to step into a life where I'm actually not being, I, I'm overcoming the cancer and it's not taking over me? Right? So if I'm not contributing to this life of healing, then why would I expect it? Right? This is the same principle we can use in so many different areas of life, but we're putting it in terms of our relationships today. So you know, what do you most desire that is missing from your relationships? You know, this is your responsibility to, to know the answer to this question. No one else can decide this for you, right? So, I mean, maybe it's love, maybe you know, trust, autonomy, support, you know, whatever it is. Um, but then you also need to know how do you need to get this need met, okay? Because, again, we we cannot expect anybody else to read our minds or anything like that. We have to be able to speak it out loud to whoever it is, whichever relationship. But then relationships are 50-50, okay? I know some people are going to you know roll their eyes on this one because it's like, well, I've been in relationships where, you know, I just gave everything and, and they did nothing and... Uh, it, and I'm sh- I'm not here to disagree with you on that, but I will say that the strategies we use in relationships, um, they kind of balance each other out. So if I'm the one who is, um, we'll say, controlling everything in the relationship, of course the other person is not going to do a whole lot because they're like, well, you're in control, you're you're doing everything, so there's nothing for me to do, right? So what I'm saying is that our, our strategies in some ways complement each other. And so looking at your own strategy uh, is going to be really helpful when we're looking at how to save our relationships. You know, for example, let's look at just a significant other. You know, in I do you know, a lot of marriage counseling, and I have been doing it for, you know, a decade now. And uh, I've shared with you guys, you know, my perspective that, you know, love, acceptance, and safety, those are three basic psychological needs. And they come up over and over and over, not just in individual counseling, but in marriage counseling too. You know, 
But truly, I'm going to just ask you guys right now, you know, how are you contributing to what you want, what whatever that missing piece is in that relationship? You know, so for example, if it's like, if it's love that you feel like you are missing, um, first of all, you need to know what fills your love tank, right? Or, you know, you can say that in a million different ways. Um, but you need to know what it is that you're missing in the relationship. You can't expect someone else just to know this, okay? But secondly, you've got to communicate that. And, um, but then thirdly, you have to contribute to that. And so it's not just, well, I need you to do this. It's, it's recognizing that the other person might be missing something too, and that's maybe why they're not giving you what you want in the relationship. Um, like I said, everything is 50-50. Our strategies kind of complement each other, and that's what creates the balance. Um, so if you know one person is all the way at one end, it's going to polarize the other person to the other end. But if we meet in the middle and we both meet each other's needs of love, acceptance, and safety, um, then it's going to be that's the relationship type you want to step into. Um, you know, of course, acceptance that is you know, we don't want to be criticized. We don't want to be judged all the time. We don't want to be told what to do, given advice, you know, how to fix everything. Um, So recognizing, okay, if that's something that you find yourself doing or you're on the receiving end of that, again, always look at your own strategy and see how am I contributing to this relational strategy. And maybe it's, I don't have any boundaries and consequences. Um, And so that would be something that you want to step into to be able to balance that out in the other person's strategies. You know, when it comes to trust, you know, first of all, we I have to put this out there. You've got to give opportunities to build trust. You can't just say, I don't trust anybody and then never give any opportunities for trust. So, of course, you're never going to trust anybody because you're not even giving anybody a chance. Um, I'm going to invite you into stepping into courage through that fear of the past, of whatever has happened. Um, Now, of course, I'm making it very simple. It's not, of course. Um, But if you do need additional support, you know, there's plenty of different avenues you could take. Uh, If you want the self-guided version, that could be the Live Lucky Therapy. So, um, now, another relationship I wanted to look at today also in terms of, you know, if you aren't contributing to it, then don't expect it. Think about this in terms of your children. I hear oftentimes, you know, my children won't spend time with me. Um, So again, looking at your own strategy, how are you contributing to that or how are you not contributing to that? You know, oftentimes it's going to be meeting them where they are right? Whether that's finding a common interest or something like that. And if there's no common interest, again, meet them where they are. You know, if they're teenagers or adults, you know, find out what their favorite band is. Buy tickets for them and go, you know, go with them. You know, create an experience where it's something you know they already enjoy and uh, see if you can make that happen. I mean, and again, this is just one one example, one idea. It doesn't mean it's the perfect idea, but you know, get get the wheels going in that direction, though. 
you know, thinking about children, another, you know, especially when it comes to younger children, and sometimes older children, but, you know, the parents want to change their children's behaviors. And this is a tough one, okay? Because um, the more you focus on changing a behavior, it's not going to get you where you want to, at least long-term. It might create some short-term changes, but the motivation is not behind it. Um, so what I'm going to invite you to in, instead is listen to what their behavior is communicating. What need is it asking for from you as the parent? And then try to find a creative way to meet that need. So, for example, if you... Um, have a child who is, you know, screaming at you all the time and saying, I hate you and all these things. Um, you know, I work with parents and kids with that all the time. Um, but what what is the behavior communicating to the parents? And this is where, you know, experience comes into play. But oftentimes it means, I don't think you accept me. I don't think you love me. And, and it's, you know, that's the hard truth to try to swallow. When we are so behavior focused, we focus just on getting them to stop saying I hate you without actually meeting the underlying needs that they're crying out for. So again, this is where you, I'm inviting you in to contribute to what you want by stepping into that version of, of being the parent that meets those needs of acceptance and love or safety or whatever it is that your child's behavior is communicating. Again, I know this is hard stuff, guys, but I want to at least put the information out there so that you can at least understand maybe what's going on. You know, and a third situation I want to talk about here is just, you know, with friends. You know, having changed routines, this can be really difficult. You know, um, you know, when we are actively trying to learn and grow and step into a different identity, um, you know, everybody around us is expecting us to be the same person. You know, and this truly is probably the least talked about part of change is that you've got to try to figure out how to maneuver this new version of you within the old uh, paradigms of and relational strategies that you have in your life. So, you know, this past uh, weekend I went to Colorado to visit my brother, and uh, since the last time I, I was with him, I am now a vegetarian. You know, and again, I want to put this out there. I said, I am vegetarian, right? Like that is part of my identity now. It's, And so uh, I'm trying to create more change towards who I want to be. And again, he and I, we've always gone out for burgers or whatever, but it's, you know, we eat meat together. You know, that's part of what we do. Um, this time we found an amazing Indian restaurant and uh, they had some uh, paneer masala that was to die for. Oh, it was so good. Um, so anyway, we were able to find something that met both of our needs. But again, uh, just recognizing there is going to be these weird small shifts that need to happen in changing routines, you know, not just to go to the places maybe you've always gone. Um, now, the truth is, if they're good friends, they're going to adjust. I mean, 
truth is I've done a lot of changing in this past year, and, you know, my favorite people still accept me. They adjusted, you know, and, and not in the sense of, oh, it was all about me, but no, we collaborated. I wanted to make sure they were getting their needs met and my needs met. And so just think about this, you know, in every scenario we've talked about today, we have to change to expect a certain change, okay? Now, how does this contribute, you know, contributing to what you want help you lead lucky? Well, if you're not leading by example, then you aren't creating the environment that you desire. I mean, how do, you, how do the people you are leading know how to succeed? Be who you want them to be, and they're going to follow you. Of course, this, you know, this is within boundaries and consequences and everything like that. Um, but truly, step into the identity you can be proud of, and then they'll see that it's possible. They'll see what it is that you want, okay? And they'll see you as someone who is a leader and not just a manager, not just someone who is, you know, trying to, to you know, say what or do what I say but not what I do, right? Like that is not a good leadership strategy. Now, I know there's probably a lot of questions that you guys might have about today's message of if you're not contributing to it, then don't expect it. And so please, I just want to invite you in to share those questions on the social uh, media platforms and, you know, just let us know what are you struggling with here. Um, but just think about, you know, what is the one thing you want to take away from today's episode? You know, maybe there's one relationship you want to focus on and focusing on how you want to step into that newer version of you that steps into changing that relationship. All right, guys, of course, living lucky is not living alone. Please, if this is very helpful for you, please share it. You know, maybe listen to it with one of the people that you're trying to change relationships with. And that can be just the catalyst that you need to step into that new relationship style. Um, you guys know that the links are always in the notes. Um, and, and I look forward to just sharing more about the relationship savers next time we're going to talk about the third one and uh you know of course if you haven't checked out live lucky therapy guys this is such a a cool thing uh that we're working on here and um just go check it out but guys regardless of that i do appreciate you uh, i love being here with you guys and i do look forward with being with you here uh, next time to talk about more how to live lucky but also to better our relationships all right guys have a great day